0: Bismillah <laughs> ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Na wa ala salli ala kareem Amma'a
1: Very great ibadah that Allah Ta'ala blesses us with the topic of repeatedly making this undertaking this ibadah in the course of the day. Is the ibadah of wudu. And this is something that becomes a means of a person's sins being washed away gaining Allah ta'ala's closeness but unfortunately we generally go you know, through the wudu very very haphazardly without any care and as a result we lose the benefit that is to be derived from this ibadat of wudu So, one is to be conscious of the fadail and the virtues that have been mentioned in the Hadith Sharif. The Hadith Sharif, what is mentioned about a person making wudu, that from every, as he washes each limb, the sins of that limb are washed away. It refers to the minor sins. In principle, it's the minor sins that are washed away. The person who starts off with wudu with Bismillah, the intention of wudu. So now that wudu becomes wudu, which now also washes away his sins. This is something to be conscious about. At that time a person gets involved in worldly talk, he is not paying attention, he is busy in some other discussions while his worldly discussions, etc. That ruins that reward of the wudu the benefit of the wudu. So to avoid any kind of worldly discussion at that time and to be focusing on this. In that focus is also to recite the Masnoon Dua. The Masnoon Dua which is to be recited and can be recited at the time of washing every limb. Very, very simple, very concise. Allahumma ghirli zambi wa في fi dari wa barikli fi Like many many du'as that have been discussed already, this too is a very concise du'a. All our needs of dunya and akhirat are in here. Allahumma ghirli zambi Ya Allah forgive my sins. This is istighfar. Ya Allah forgive me. Forgive my sins. and if a person gets forgiven, then his akhirah is made. If he passes away in that condition, that he now made wudu, and he made dua in that wudu, and he begged Allah for forgiveness, and if the next thing was more, and he went in that condition, he'll go in the condition of having been forgiven. And we have no idea as we have been repeatedly reminding ourselves that when death will come. So Every salah is an opportunity to now clean what has been, that wudu that is being made, Whatever happened in between by mistake, to wash it off. Allah fildi zambi or si'li fi fidari. Ya Allah make my home spacious for me. One meaning of this is that Ya Allah give me a home that is sufficient for my needs, that is spacious for me, that I don't feel constrained in it. But another meaning also that the muhaddithin have explained. That sometimes a person can have a palace also, but despite having the palace, he feels constrained in it, feels claustrophobic in it. Why? When a person is far away from Allah Taala, then the vastness of the earth also becomes very very narrowed for him. This is this ayat was revealed. ...regarding some Sahaba in a very different context. They were just put through this little test. But while they were going through this test, this is how they felt. وَضَاقَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ الْأَرْضُ بِمَا رَحُبَتْ وَضَاقَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ أَنفُسُهُمْ And the earth, despite its vastness, it seemed like the whole earth had become very narrowed for them. Then their Toba was revealed, and that became the happiest day of their lives. Asa iman. But that was something which happened in a different context. But this becomes the condition of a person who gets involved in sin, vices. Then despite all the comforts and luxuries of dunya, despite anything and everything that dunya can offer, but his life still seems very constrained and straightened out. So now he's making dua, Ya Allah, you make my home spacious for me. This dua includes in it Ya Allah, you give me the tawfiq of those things that will make me feel even that small little space, very wide and spacious. Why? Because the heart has become spacious. The heart has been expanded for the love of Allah Ta'ala. The heart has been expanded with the talluk of Allah Ta'ala. Then even a very, very small place, a place without any material comforts and luxuries, will still be a very comfortable place. Because there's comfort in the heart because there's peace and serenity in the heart. So serenity of the heart, it overcomes all the external things. Then the external challenges and difficulties also become small. And if there's turmoil in the heart, then that overcomes all the external pleasures and pleasures and comforts. So despite all the things that a person might have, she's still restless. She still can't find any peace, because the peace, the place of peace is in the heart. The place of peace is not in the hands. The place of peace is not on the tongue. That now if I eat the most delicious food, I'll suddenly feel very peaceful. If I see something, then I'll suddenly feel very peaceful. Peace is in the heart. If there's peace and tranquility in the heart, then the tongue will also taste the peace. Then that food might be simple food, but the tongue will enjoy it. And then, that physical body also, even if it's lying down on a very simple bedding, but it'll enjoy that. It'll enjoy the good comforts also, it'll enjoy the simple things also. So therefore, this is a very, very comprehensive Dua, وَوَسِّعْنِي فِي دَارِي. And then, fi risti, Allah grant me barakah in my rizq. Allah grant me barakah in my rizq. If barakah comes, then there will be that sukoon out of it. If there's barakat, it will become a means of good. It will become a means of bringing happiness. It will become a means of creating muhabbat. It will become productive for a person. Otherwise, if it is without barakat, Allah forbid the same thing will become destructive. It will destroy a person's deen, might destroy his dunya also. So very, very comprehensive dua. Allahumma khill zambi wa wassi'li fi dari wa barak li fi rizbi. After the wudu, there's another dua. The dua after wudu is Allahumma jalni mina al-tawwabeen wa jalni mina al-mutatahireen. Now this tawwabeen, Ya Allah, you make me among the tawwabeen. Those who make a lot of tawbah, who are excessively seeking Making Toba and seeking repentance. So, when a person made Wudu, this washed off his sins, his minor sins, and that Wudu washed off his hands, his face. It washed his external self. But now, so to say, he say, Ya Allah, I washed my external self, but my hand cannot reach my heart. Ya Allah, now you wash my heart out also. Allahumma jalni minat tawwabeen. Ya Allah, all the major sins also are making tawbah from now. So Allah, you wash my heart as well. Cleanse my heart out of all the vices and sins. Whatever evils have crept into the heart. The malice, the jealousy, the pride, the arrogance, the love of dunya, the love of the ego, the miserliness, the lack of the good things. Because all the evils have now crept in. So now it has removed all the good things out of it. So, Ya Allah, you cleanse this heart out now. So that all the good qualities and your muhabbat can come in. So, this is the dua after wudu. But this requires just a little bit attention. And a person is now consciously making this dua. Allahumma, ja'alni min al-tawwabin. Wa min al muta Those who, they purify themselves very greatly, excessively. متطهرين. So now this tawbah, tawbah also has various levels. Allahumma mina one level of tawbah is Ar-Ruju. Toba means to return. Ruju. Ar-ruju min al-maasyati ila ta'a. Sha Allah I was involved in masyad. I was involved in disobedience. Ya Allah, you bring me to ta'at, you bring me to obedience. I'm making tawbah. So this is the basic level of tawbah. Then there are those who make tawbah from beyond that as well. That rujoo ghaflati ila dhikr. Ya Allah, I've fallen to ghaflat. I've become unmindful. That time which could have been used in a constructive manner, I was just whiling it away. Though it might not have been used in a sinful way, but it was futile. So this ghaflat came in. So Ya Allah, you remove me from this ghaflat, bring me into zikr. And then there is the Tawbah of the akhasul Khawas, the very close servants of Allah Ta'ala. They make Tawbah minal ghaibati ila al-hudur, rujoo minal ghaibati ila al-hudur, that the heart, some little slight barrier comes sometimes. Some little veil falls onto the heart. Like some kind of, one is the complete person is completely covered in dirt and mud. But some person is not covered in any dirt and mud as such. But some dust sometimes settles on him also. He's walking, some dust settles on him. Not even really visible. So now the very close people to Allah Ta'ala, They even make toba from this. Ya Allah, this dust that has settled on my heart. Ya Allah, you cleanse this dust out also. Purify my heart from every level. So now when a person is making this, reciting this dua, he's bringing all this to mind. Bringing all this to mind, Ya Allah, you enable, you grant me the toba of all three levels. So now this is such a concise dua again. And as mentioned, it's not something to just be taken for granted well find these du'as now, if you read it, you read it, you didn't read it, so, not farz or wajib, indeed it's not farz or wajib, but it is a sunnah of Rasulullah وسلم. Nabi وسلم taught these du'as, he recited these du'as, and Allah taala grant the tawfiq, we recite it after every wudu, and if that became the last wudu of the person, and sooner or later that is going to become the case, there's going to be some wudu which is the last. And after that we're not going to be around to make any other wudu. And in that wudu the person recited the Muslim Du'as. After the wudu, Allahumma jalni minal tawabin Wajalni minal min mutatahirin. And then the kalima shahadat as well. Ashadu anna ilaha illallah. Ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasulu. And that became the last wudu of his life. And he passed away. And if that tawbah got accepted at that time, he went without any sin. He went clean. So these duas are very, very important, it's not just something, by the way, so we should give it the due importance. It requires a little bit of attention, give it the due importance and recite it with that consciousness, recite it with that presence of mind, recite it with keeping that meaning in mind and being conscious of what we're asking, what are we making dua for. Inshallah, this will tremendously enhance the wuzu as well. And to the extent that the wudu is enhanced, that will impact on the quality of the salah also. The salah would be enhanced accordingly. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq that we learn these very simple du'as. It doesn't even take any time to learn it. If a person had never heard it before, so it will take him two minutes, one minute, two minutes to learn this dua. And then to recite it after every, in every wudu, the wudu du'as,
0: after every wudu, Allah Taala give us tawfiq taufiq inshaAllah. اعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم اعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم اعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم والله الذي لا اله الا هو عالم الغيب والشهاده الرحمن الرحيم والله الذي لا اله الا هو الملك القدوس السلام المؤمن المهيمن العزيز الجبار المتكبر سبحان الله عما عم يشركون والله الله الخالق البارئ المصور له الاسماء الحسنى سبح له ما في السماوات والارض وهو العزيز الحكيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق من شر غاسق إذا وقب من شر في العقد من شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق من شر غاسق إذا وقب من شر من النفاثات في العقد من شر حاسد اذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق اذا وقب من شر من النفثات في العقد من شر حاسد اذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس <سؤال> بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس اله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس بسم الله الرحمن من الذي في والناس Hasbiyallahu la ilaha illa huwa alayhi tawakkaltu wa huwa rabbul arshil azim حَسْ اللَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ عَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ وَهُوَ رَبُّ الْعَرْشِ الْعَظِيمِ اللَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ today, Zuhar being earlier, so the ta'aleem, morning ta'aleem is start off at half past 10, 10.30, Inshallah.
1: The other, one point to just refresh in our minds and remind ourselves, remind one another. But there's this is few moments left, few days left, which really is the way the days are just going past, really just moments. So let us try and use this time correctly, try and maximize the benefit of this time, especially those of us who Allah has given us this opportunity of being in Atikaab. So this should not be let to pass. We totally avoid any kind of just idle talk, sitting and just discussing idly and bearing in mind sometimes now we are already six seven days in the house of Allah Ta'ala, we start becoming quite accustomed to being in the masjid but then gradually it starts the aspect that we are not in our homes we're not in some other place we are in the masjid in the house of Allah Taala. that azmat sometimes starts diminishing we start becoming too accustomed to where we are and as a result we start taking it like any other place sometimes. So that should never ever happen. Any worldly talk in the Masjid, that is something totally out. In the Hadith Sharif, Mufti Shafi quotes this Hadith in Adabul masajid that <clears throat> when a person starts talking some worldly talk in the Masjid, then an angel addresses him. Now, that sound and voice of the angel, we won't hear it with our physical ears. But, the ears of our heart will hear it if we have yaqeen in this. So, he has quoted this riwayat there that the person who starts discussing worldly talk in the masjid, an angel addresses him and says, Uskut ya wali Allah, O friend of Allah, keep quiet. But then he continues again that an ed- angel addresses him, Uskut ya wali Allah, O friend of Allah, keep quiet. But then the third time, when he still hasn't taken heed, then that angel addresses him, Uskut la'natullahi alayk. But keep quiet, may the la'nat of Allah be on you. Now we came into the masjid, we came to take the rahmat of Allah. But because of getting involved in idle talk and worldly talk, so instead of the rahmat, it became a situation that a person is taking la'nat and going. So this is a very, very important thing that we bear this in mind. At the same time, at night, sometimes somebody is tired, they need to rest, they need to sleep. So now we need to be very considerate of that, that we don't become a means of taklif to anybody, a means of disturbing anybody, causing any kind of inconvenience. If somebody needs to rest, we should, should be considerate of that, and we should make it conducive for the person to be able to take his rest, so that he'll be fresh, he'll be... Able to then continue with his ibadat. Now the person was tired. And we are causing some kind of disturbance in some way or the other. The person didn't get his rest. Now it affects his whole day. Whatever he was trying to now do. So this becomes a burden on our head. So we need to now be conscious of this and be considerate. That on the one hand, we bear in mind the adab of the masjid all the time. It's a very, very important aspect. The adab of the masjid. And together with that... We'll be considered to others as well. It's also extremely
0: important. Allah Ta'ala gives us the tawfeeq. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah.